Hello, my name is Nick Spacek, and you're listening to From and Inspired by, a podcast about soundtracks and the people who make them. On this episode, we speak with Vinny Fiorello of Less Than Jake about the band's work on soundtracks such as Good Burger and Scream 2. Less Than Jake has been making music since the mid-90s, and their ska-punk sound is just as popular now as it was during the third wave's heyday. The man behind the drum kit, Vinny Fiorello, is the mastermind behind many of the band's most popular songs, and so it was a real treat to get him on the phone to talk about the band's work in films like Good Burger and Scream 2, as well as his latest project, The Inevitables. <laughs> for taking time to talk to me about weird movie stuff that you did um over 20 years ago i appreciate it no problem um i am just fascinated i have i have been fascinated for years and years and years by the fact that you recorded a song for the motion picture to good burger because it seems yeah. It's such a, it's one of those things like in the late nineties, like when I was like just out of high school and like super into less than Jake and all of your peers that like finding out that you had a song on a a, a movie soundtrack, like blew my mind. How did it come to be? It blew blew my mind too. I mean, it, it, when you're in a band, and it, it, especially in the 90s, it never registered that it could be something else, you know? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm being serious, right? Like, you never thought that in a million years that you could be in a warehouse space and you can do everything that you're doing, but then 
five years later be, oh, we're, we're in this movie soundtrack. And at this point in time, when you're sitting in the movie theater, your song comes on. I mean, that's a, that's mind blowing. Now, I, I assume that part of it came through the fact that Losing Streak was on Capital, and Capital is the one who put out the soundtrack. 100%. But, like, how did you get picked out of, like, all of these other bands that are on the soundtrack to be the one that they're like, oh, we're going to have one of the stars record a song with Less Than Jake? <laughs> you know what? I, I don't know who was the ultimate in the ultimate uh, green light of, of our band, but I can only chalk it up to that uh, ska music was popular at the time and that uh, they were looking to, you know, put a dent into something modern, I, I would think. Right. And uh, the whole, the whole kind of uh, stipulation was that, you know, Kel wanted to sing it with us so i don't know I, who else was on there foo fighters i think was on that uh, was comp and uh, uh I've, I've, I've got parliament pull- right uh yeah so there's like george clinton with digital underground there's trulio disgracias and de la soul presidents of the united states of america red cross warren g the far side uh the very uh popular uh yet highly underrated uh r&b trio 702 um like, uh, and I, I and uh, like mint condition, which is like a real deep, like long ago poll. But I, like, did what was the songwriting process for that? Well, the the crazy thing was that when they said, "Hey, do you want to be on this this soundtrack?" It's for this Nickelodeon uh, movie. It was from a skit from all that. And I had no idea what that was at the time. I was an, an adult, right? <laughs> uh, so uh, I, didn't, I didn't know. So I, I went. It was a Saturday night, if I recall, and all that was on. And I watched it. And I watched also what they were they were doing, the Good Burger skit. And I was like, wow, this is this is weird, man. And you know, I talked it over, over with Chris. And Chris was like, dude, we should definitely do it. And everyone else gave the green light to it. And we kind of he- went headlong into it and said, Hey, what, what do you want to do? And, and how do you want to do this? And it came down from whatever mountain, Hey, we want a, we want a riff off of what he says. Hey, uh, you know, the, 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 I'm a dude, you're a dude thing. And we're like, okay. And we, we kind of went about our business and we had some stuff for it. And then, uh, we missed the call, but, uh, there was, Kel Mitchell had left a voicemail and either myself or Chris has the, the, the tape in the answer machines. There used to be like a micro cassette, Mm -hmm. right? And we still have it. We kept it. I don't know where it is. Uh, Either I have it or he has it. I I, I don't recall, but uh, all of a sudden I I hit the, I hit it and it says, Hey Vinny, this is Kel Mitchell. And, uh, I was thinking about this for the melody and this for lyrics. And all of a sudden he switches to his character, Ed. And he was like, he sings the I'm a dude and she's a dude and you're a dude and we're all dudes. And I was like, okay. And he sent over like a rough, a rough lyric of it. And, you know, Chris sat down and with Raj and started to work out, you know, something, something ska and, and cool 
you know, at the time, right? And something fast and something fun. And we kind of went headlong into it. And, and Nickelodeon ultimately had, along with the soundtrack person from Capitol, had, you know, this uh, wanted to hear as things went. They even wound up at the studio to film some B-roll and interviews with us. But, uh, dude, that that was the, the start of it, right? And and we wound up in the studio and Kel came down. It's wild. Now, okay, so there's a music video for the song. And because all of the ver- – like, I never saw it when it originally aired. And, like, all of the copies that are on YouTube are – uh, uh, to put it mildly, like terrible video quality. It is impossible to tell if any members of Less Than Jake are in the music video. Are you, any of you in that? We there is none of us in the music video. <laughs> See, here's the thing, right? And to go back to recording it, so we recorded it, and we just kind of were having fun and 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 kind of uh, being a little bit like. Uh, just, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I'm not going to say rude, but kind of rude at the same time. But we were having fun. Uh, and then when Nickelodeon, all the Nickelodeon folks came down and they started to, they wound up rubbing everybody the wrong way. Right. Mm-hmm. So we kind of did the only thing that we knew what to do with. And we just were more sarcastic and more sort of blatantly <laughs> fuck you than anything else. So, by the time we ended, if there, if you can look back and there's some footage, I saw it, but it's uh, myself, Chris and Kel and Kel's in the middle of the, the interview. And it was on Nickelodeon and was talking about good burger and uh, they cut me and Chris out of it. And it's only Kel, but the only reason why I know it's from that interview, cause I was smoking a cigarette and you can see the cigarette smoke kind of cruise through the, the camera angle in front of Ed's face, uh, Kel's face rather, and go through it, which I went, oh yeah, that's my cigarette smoke. But needless to say, we made everybody mad at, 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 from Nickelodeon and Capitol. So we were barred from the video and everything else that after the recording. Well, but I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that like <laughs> it, it did well enough that Capitol like tapped you for like another soundtrack that that very same year when scream 2 because like that came out um like five months later yeah and uh that came that came directly from Wes craven because he had uh young kids that were related to him when he was like who should we have do this and and what and they're like yeah you should you should get less than jake to do it and he was like okay so it came down from the the mountain high of west craven for for us to do the the cover of of i think i love you right yeah, and that plays uh, like over the end I, credits right yeah it's it's over the end credits which is which is crazy but how it came we had a song that was written for it after we were asked to do it and we recorded we recorded it up in Atlanta on tour with this guy, Tom Penunzio, who did go-go's and a bunch of other stuff. And we submitted it and it it just didn't excite anyone. And I remember getting the phone call. Uh, it was a Friday night. I was sitting there, phone rings. I answered, hello. 
It's like, uh, Vincent Fiorello? Yeah. Uh, hold for Mr. Craven. <laughs> I went, okay. And silence. Get on the phone. It's Wes Craven. Hey, Vincent. Uh, thanks for being part of the soundtrack. And we're really excited. But there's a part of the movie where one of the actors, one of the stars, gets up on a, a table uh, at the lunchroom and proclaims his love for... Uh, another one of the stars and he sings uh this partridge family song and we want you guys to cover that instead of the original can you do that it's like yeah we could do that <laughs> and we did <laughs> i mean when when Russ, when Wes craven says hey can you do that uh you, you do it right uh so uh we thought we were out but then uh we came back into that soundtrack uh with a fervor and like, okay, what's Craven wants us to do this. So this is what we're going to do. So let's do it. So I have to ask, what was the original song and has it ever seen release? Uh, well, the original song, uh, was a song called faction. Right. Oh, okay. And, uh, but, 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 but there was a, uh, the, what wound up being on borders and boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it, it was not, the song that we recorded as a very edited version. The whole thing that we did for Scream 2 just wound up being like this minute long intro with a horn and vocal by itself and guitar and then went into this other thing and it just didn't make it. So we uh, wound up doing I Think I Love You, which was super cool. I'm pretty sure my brother caught like a copy of the flexi for that that you guys would throw out at shows oh yeah um (laughs) and like i know that you've ended up having songs in in some other flicks like you were in the uh the uh melissa joan hart vehicle drive me crazy uh and digimon the movie which might be the most odd pairing of band and film since dare to be stupid was in transformers uh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, those, but, those, those were the movies man and we we did you know soundtracks they're super fun because they kind of set up a scene and they they drop in a bunch of different bands and uh i i mean i never i never thought that you know, Pokemon Go movie would would uh, be the right thing for all my best friends or metalheads, but someone did. You you guys have had uh, music in like quite a few video games as well, um, and it was announced that you're going to be in the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater remastered thing that's coming out. Uh, uh, that seems like that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, it, you know, it's with a new song, which surprised me most, but uh, I, I think that, that that's a cool thing. Like, you know, anytime that you get tapped to do anything, whether it be like we've been in like Scooby-Doo, uh, like new episodes of Scooby-Doo and, you know, a lot of the movies that you mentioned and a bunch of different video games. And anytime someone thinks of you enough that they they add you to this, as a, a integral part of crafting a soundtrack. I mean, it, it's, it's one of the highest sort of compliments that you could get as a band. Right. Uh, 
so for me, I kind of go, yeah, right on. Like anything like that, that could happen. It's awesome. And there was there was so much discussion about like the Tony Hawk, like when they reannounced that and they're like, OK, we're going to get all of these songs, but we couldn't get some of the original songs. And people were like losing their their goddamn minds about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's that's rad, though. Right. I mean, like I said, anytime that you can be thought of by who's ever who's ever uh, curating that that soundtrack whoever goes no we have to get these bands because this was part of the the feel and part of what it was uh at the time and for the game for the movie for the television show that that's a cool thing man that's that's the added awesomeness of being in a band okay so um you you have done a lot with music in addition to your, your time in, in, in less than Jake, like you, you helped found fueled by ramen. You, uh, like put together the sleep it off, which releases less than Jake stuff now. And you also have paper and plastic, um, which in addition to being a record label puts out all kinds of like really cool toys. Yeah. 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 And now you've got this new thing. Uh, the inevitables, which I am just fascinated by. Like when I got the email about it, I was like, wait, it's a comic book and a record. And it's got like all of these people in it. Like what was the, what, like, how did this start? Like it just, it, it just seems like it's a brilliant idea, especially like in a time when nobody can tour, like putting together music and comics is like a perfect, like, Okay, I can do that from my couch. I can enjoy that in, in my house. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that originally I had an idea and I had jotted it down. And we were in Japan on tour less than Jake. And this is probably about four years ago. And it was an idea to do a, a record with less than Jake that it was all about and the inevitabilities is what it was called, right? And that's a that's a tongue twister in itself. But want to do you know sort of this this uh, you know rock opera esque you know ska punk opera esque of you know these things that were inevitable. Death is inevitable. You can't you could try to cheat death, but ultimately it's going to come. You know you're gonna you can try to cheat sadness, but ultimately you don't spend your whole life being happy all the time. There's some sadness, and vice versa. You know it's like you could try to be miserable all the time, but you know, throughout your life, there's an inevitability that you're going to feel happiness at least once, right? Even as the most miserable person. So for me, I wanted to do that. And I remember we were flying back from Japan to, and we stopped in Hawaii to do a show. And I went out for coffee with JR, a sax player. And I went, Hey, you know, I kind of like, we were talking about doing a new record and writing new songs. And I kind of laid out a, uh, a rough idea of what I was trying to say. What I wrote down, he was like, dude, I don't get it. And maybe like probably wasn't explaining it correctly. And it was whatever, but I just had it in a notebook and I put it to the side. And uh, I had recently, well, it was a, a year and a half ago. Now I put touring to the side to stay home with family and concentrate on some other things. So uh, a friend of mine, Obi Fernandez, who plays in Westbound Train, he sings in Westbound Train, 
he was like, so dude, like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you up to? And I was like, I told him, you know, I did some books and I'm writing this and I'm doing that. And he was like, well, what about music? And I was like, I, you know, I, I, I don't have anything. And he goes, you have to have something. Like, I know who you are. Like you have to have it. And I went, well, you know, I had this one thing I always wanted to do and it, it's called the inevitabilities. And he was like, dude, that's way too long. I can't even say it. I was like, okay, you know, talk about it. it was the inevitables. And I kind of laid on to him what I thought I wanted to put a comic book together with it, but also do an animation that went along with it and some toys and some other things. And he was like, dude, do you have any lyrics for this? And I went, you know, I, I have some, and he goes, send them over to me. So I sent it to him and he calls me and goes, dude, these are great. Like, I'm going to, I know the perfect dude to help us do this and I'm going to call him. And that was Alex Stern from Big D and the Kids <laughs> Table and the Pomps and the Void Union. And I go, okay. And then dude, it was, we went headlong into it. We started to, you know, text fly and emails and song roughs. And we started to craft the idea of what the inevitables, what we wanted it to be and what the story arc wanted to be. So uh, the music came first and we crafted a story that went along with what the, the lyrics and everything were. And there was a good idea of where we wanted to go to start off with. So yeah, dude, we, we went headlong into it. And now uh, a week and a few days ago, we started a, a Kickstarter and I've never crowdfunded anything uh, before. And that's a whole nother world <laughs> that I have been blown away by. Right. Like, wow, this is, this is nutty. Uh, but we, we passed our first, goal in uh 50 hours of being up and then we passed our second goal uh yesterday no two days ago uh and now we're we're headed for our our third goal and every time you hit that sort of funding goal you add things to it or you offer uh, you know alternative covers or different color vinyl instead of black and you just kind of push into it and we're actually getting ready on the next round, it'll be announcing uh, animated video and announcing a uh, resin toy that goes that will be offered. That is super amazing, and like that that first song, Fort Lauderdale, is a a perfect like hot summertime jam. So I I've, I oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I enjoy the hell out of it. So um what else does like paper and plastic have uh, coming down the pipe for the rest of the year? Let's see. Uh, for, for, well, coming up, I have after the fall resignation, uh, that LP and that comes out on Friday actually. Uh, and then beyond that, I have a versive single that's coming in their band from Ireland that uh, going to do like a hybrid of, of new school pop punk uh, then to be honest with you, there's, there's a few things that I haven't announced yet, but I'm still kind of coming off. I released a book called 619 on June 24th. Uh, so I'm still on that like back end of promoting that as well as promoting the inevitables. Uh, so it, it's been a, a pretty, despite, uh, 220 being such a weird year, uh, it's been it's been a very productive year so far for myself, and I'm thankful that that could happen. And I'm also grateful for the people that support. Right? I mean, it's a tough time, and there's so much content that comes out 
it's hard to cut through the static and the noise with what's going on, especially with a lot of the news, uh, mostly bad news. Uh, so for people to be able to follow along and pick up on it, support not only emotionally, but, but financially to, to pre-order for the inevitables or buy a book or do anything like that means the world to me. It's, it, it, not one day goes by that I don't hold it close and go, man, you know, the, the gratitude that I feel for it's amazing. Well, I'm I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad we were able to talk. I really uh, appreciate you taking time, and this has been a real delight. Well, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. Anytime that I could talk uh, soundtracks for movies, I'm there, man. No destination, our feet up on the dashboard Chasing the coastline, cruising Ocean Boulevard Momentary boom, this one's for us We ruled the rules, here comes the bus We strive in dives And sang hallelujah in the hallways That's when we were strongest always Thanks to Vinny Fiorello for talking with me. You can find Less Than Jake's website at lessthanjake.com and on all manner of social media at Less Than Jake. Vinny is on Twitter at Less Than Vinny. The Inevitables Kickstarter can be found at kickstarter.com where you can search for The Inevitables. It ends at midnight Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, September 3rd. You can find links to purchase all of the music you heard on the show in the show notes for this episode, which are at fromaninspiredby.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at From Inspired Pod and can be found on Instagram at From and Inspired By. You can subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Click those follow and subscribe buttons, please. Also, please hit up the website and click on the Aid and Assistance button to help pay for web hosting and long-distance fees, and remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. We'll be back in two weeks talking with composer Jackson Greenberg. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.